everything is quiet. Movies. Addicts. Movie Addicts Anonymous. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is Movie Addicts Anonymous, where every media junkie is welcome. Oh, I'm wow. Jay, and who are you, fine young gentlemen? I'm Eric. I'm Sophie. And we're talking about a very cult classic favorite, dare I say, iconic film. Yeah. It's fantastic. 10 out of 10. Classic film. Uh, Jennifer's Body. N- uh, not Jennifer Love Hewitt's body. Also 10 out of 10. Not Jennifer Aniston's body. Also 9 out of 10. Not Jennifer Lawrence's body. Yeah. Okay. But you would like her body. Megan Fox's it's, body. Yeah, I ran out of Jennifer's. Um anyway. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. It is very late. This is late night edition. We do this late every time. Yeah, so it's yeah. just regular. Are you guys tired? Yes. Yeah. Your hair kind of looks like like the like I made it tussled it messy on purpose. Uh no, I was sleeping. Yeah. We're trying. Well, not I was relaxing. But you were just sleeping. I kind of want to cut it off. Your hair? Yeah. Yeah. And just like do a fade. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you should shave your beard, your eyebrows. What do you mean just do a fade though? Like fade the sides? I'm definitely not shaving everything. Your eyebrows at least. Just the eyebrows and leave the beard? Yeah. Um, Fade? Yeah. Just like short on the top, just like a high and tight. Yeah. Something nice and neat for a little bit. Yeah. With a beard. Yeah, you could do that. Um, you don't like that? Shave your head, shave your eyebrows, shave your beard, leave a mustache. That yeah. so creepy. I know. <laughs> yeah, you should do that. That'd be good. Um, yeah, so what are your guys' overall thoughts of Jennifer's body? The movie. <laughs> Not her actual body. We will get into that. Well, we... Okay, yeah. I don't know. It wasn't, like, a superb movie. However, when I went brain dead and just sat back and relaxed, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. The more I thought about it, the more I realized actually that it was much better than it was surface value. Yeah, I feel like it it was trying to do a lot and it didn't always um, succeed in what it was trying, but I saw the message. Yeah that it was going for um but i did think a lot of it was cool it was it'll get into one of my chips about it but um it it felt like a time capsule of its era in the year um but yeah so let's get 2008 um no 2009 okay so close enough that felt more dated than like batman begins yeah well because batman begins Batman and movies like that are kind of timeless, and the yeah. fact that they don't reference things like yeah. movies like this, like teen movies, are always going to feel like the part of its time because that's mm-hmm. what teenness is. Yeah, Batman's just always Batman, whatever era. It kind of always feels timeless. Um, yeah. So let's get into the stats of this movie real quick. The box office information: This movie came out September eighteenth, two thousand nine. Um, so how old were you guys in 2009? This was a throwback. 14. I was 10. I was 42. Last <laughs> no, time I said I was 40. <laughs> I keep getting older the older the movies get. You were like what? 17? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was like 17. Yeah, because I'm 30 now, so I don't know what math is. When were you born? So, 91. So, 18? Yeah, so I was like 18. I was legal, guys, so. Um, and the budget for this movie was a mere $16 million. Um, so, it wasn't a big budget. Trump which is weird to say that that's chump change for movies nowadays, but that is. Um, the opening weekend only brought in $6 million. Oh, wow. I forgot to do this research. I, I wanted to see what it was going up against in the box office. It was probably going up against a pretty big movie. They also got trashed, though, by the critics. Yeah. Well, actually, 2009, that's the year... Okay, Marvel started with Iron Man 2008, so there was, a, I think, Iron Man 2 or something was coming Captain America? When did that start? Um, Captain America was like 2010-ish. Was there a Thor? Yeah, it was probably like Thor. One of those movies came out. It was probably going up against that. And um, but it worldwide, it's brought in 31 million dollars. So it has like doubled its money. It didn't make a fuck ton, but it did make some. So that's good. The director is Karen Kusama, and she's pretty much known for her biggest movie she directed was Aeon Flux. Do you guys remember that movie? Nope. It's some like action movie. And then she's just like a TV director. She directed a lot of TV shows. And the writer's name is Diablo Cody. What a great name. Yeah. It's a lady. Another lady. She really? wrote she wrote the movie That's Juno. Awesome. You know Juno? Yeah. And she wrote the movie Tully. Um, so yeah, so she's a good writer. Um, and so yeah, it was interesting because I was watching this and I was like, was this made by men? But it wasn't. If you really think about it, it was made by women. And not think about it, but if you just Google it, it's going to be And then, so the top build, actually, no, before we get into top build, the ratings for this movie, IMDb gave it a 5.3 out of 10. In Rotten Tomatoes, it got a 45% critical and it got a 35% audience. So actually, the audience. Oh, wow, that's weird. The audience yeah. liked this movie less than the critics, <laughs> which is yeah. weird. I thought it would be the opposite. Well, the thing, I was reading them a thing right before, like, a little bit ago, and it was saying how it was marketed so much, like, the marketing was very much targeted towards boys, like, young, like, boys and young men, and it really was, like, the movie wasn't about that at all, so that they really, like, missed they were marketing towards yeah could be why the audience didn't like it i actually remember the commercials yeah it just shows her like high school and it's like her like half naked and like burning her tongue i remember that she's not really naked much no no it's like yeah that's it there's like a couple yeah she's just like gorgeous but it's really not even about her looks that makes her so hot it's like her confidence and her like yeah killing people and covered in blood i mean that's my own thing (laughs) (laughs) i just i'm attracted to people beat up like, I love John Wick, Keanu Reeves, when he's all, like, dying yeah, and bloody. Yeah. That's the hottest to me. I don't know why. I like blood. Uh, bathed in his blood. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, top build is, of course, Megan Fox, known for her iconic role in Transformers. That came out in 2007. That put her on the scene. The iconic role was the one scene where she was opening leaning a, a hood. Leaning yeah. over the hood and the, I remember it was like the same type of outfit she was wearing in this yeah, movie. Yeah, it's like those jean shorts and crop Jean tops. shorts, crop top, was, very... I didn't even see the movie, but I know it wasn't jean shorts. It was jean skirt and an orange. Was yeah. it a jean top, skirt? Crop top. Oh, okay. Maybe. I'll pull up the thing in post to see um, that you're probably wrong, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, she is so gorgeous, iconic. So that came out in 2007. She then, just doesn't even look like real. 
No, she looks like an alien. Yeah. And then also, so she had two movies come out this year, um, the 2009. She had this movie, Jennifer's Body, and Transformers 2. Came, both came out in 2009. And then the following year, she was in a movie called Jonah Hex in 2010. Do you remember this movie? I remember watching it in theaters, and I remember liking it, but this was at, like, the height of her career. It is yeah. a skirt. You were right. Yeah. Yeah, jean skirt, though, right? Yeah. But, yeah, this was at the height of her career. Do you remember Jonah Hex, that movie she was in? No. She was in that. And then, weirdly, um, I just saw this when I was scrolling through her IMDb. She was in the Eminem music video, Love the Way You Lie, with Rihanna. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Where <laughs> she's, this, again, getting beat. Yeah. yeah. This was at the height of her career. Really? Yeah. She's like thrown against the wall. The house is like on fire. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of the right one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is what's happening in the video. And then number two build is Amanda Seyfried. Is that how you say her name? Seyfried? Seyfried, yeah. Seyfried. I don't know. I love her. She's obviously known for... I thought what put her on the uh, map was Mean Girls. She was in Mean Girls? Yeah. yeah. She, she was, was like the, one of the Mean Girls. She was like oh, the shit. dumb friend yeah. that... She's like, my breasts tell me when it's raining. She's like, it's... 30% chance it's raining. She's like standing under an umbrella. And, yeah. She's like <laughs> squeezing her face. Yeah. I love that movie so much. The other girl, she's like, my dad invented toaster strudel. Like that's how <laughs> she was famous. Such an amazing backstory for someone to be invent toaster strudel. She was also in Ted too. Yeah. I liked her in that and, movie. And uh, Mamma Mia. Yep. Mamma Mia. Um, Jockey Hollow. Remake. Um, she was in, so this same year of 2009, she had three movies come out that year. She did, uh, Jennifer's Body, a movie called Boogie Woogie, and a movie called Chloe. And then the following year, she was in the movie Dear John with Channing Tatum. That, I've like, heard of it, I never seen it. It's like a love movie, I didn't see it. And then in 2011, she was in that movie In Time with Justin Timberlake. I love that movie. I want us to cover. Oh, yes, I've seen that. I want us to cover it on this. It's so good. Uh, then third build is Johnny Simmons. He plays Chip. Chip is so, so cute. I liked Chip. Love Chip. Pie. Eric had a crush on Chip. Chip was so nice. Um, mm -hmm. He also had three movies come out that year. A movie, This movie, Hotel for Dogs, and The Greatest. And then the following year, he was in the Scott Pilgrim versus the world or whatever. Pilgrim pussy. And yeah. <laughs> and then he was in the movie in 2012, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, he was in that. Yeah. So he was kind of just like um, that type of role, like the nerdy teen that you love. And now he's grown up to be super hot. And then fourth build is Adam Brody playing Nikolai. He's like the evil, like, sacrificer. The singer from the band? Yeah. the yeah. All the eyeliner. Um, he's most famously known for being on the teen show, The O.C., running from 2003 to 2007. He was also in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. He was in that? Really? Yeah, in 2005. He As, was, like, a child? Uh, no, in 2005, he was, like, 20-ish, probably. Because O.C. ended in 2007. Is he a member of that band? I don't know. And then he was also in the new Shazam movie in 2019. I forgot about that. He played one of the superheroes. Um, so that is topped build. Uh, we need to do our box office predictions. We need to figure out. We all bet to see how much Halloween. Million. We bet how much Halloween was going to bring in. I don't remember this at all. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, right. So you we also don't remember. You in. Oh, yeah, you did. All right. So let's. I hope I win. So <laughs> let's see. I don't even know I what it did. I actually. I'm 
<laughs> Hold on, I need to see. Yeah, because you have to. Yeah, I remember this now. If Hold it's on. not exactly. Yeah. Was, was it like 47? No. It was like 49, like 49 or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, hold on. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. So, our predictions here. Wait, did I write them down somewhere? Yes, you did. Hands on Greta. Okay. All right. So, last week we did some um, predictions for Halloween kills the opening weekend for domestically. Um, Eric's guess was 49 million. Sophia's guess was 48 million, and my guess was 50 million. So we boxed Eric tightly in between us. And you, ding, 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 opening weekend brought in $49 million. <laughs> <laughs> so we pretty much made it impossible for Eric to win, and he did, <laughs> which is wild. I mean, to be fair, it's 49.4 mil, but I always just round. round. Down. I always round down. So. And worldwide, it's brought in 57. That is insane. So you won. So that means you get you to guess. You really did deserve Fuck you guys. That. that is so crazy. That's so funny. So anyway, so you get to guess oh last. This is like the highlight. Yeah, of I week. like this. Yeah. So you get to guess last now. So if you want to fuck one of us over, you can. Oh yeah. So the next movie that's coming out, uh, we're gonna be guessing for is Dune. Do you guys know anything about that movie? No. What is Dune? Um, I don't know. It's like a remake of like a classic movie. It looks really good with um, with like the original with Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet, Charlemagne. Yeah. Chalamet. Eat that peach. Chalamet. Do you ever see the peach scene where Army Hammer jizzes in the peach and he eats it, or vice versa? No. The peach jizzes him. No. No, he jizzes in the peach. One of them jizzes in the peach. Um. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is Dune. It's like, wait, should we watch the trailer yes. first to um s before we make our guesses? Yes. Just so you guys can like think what you would make. But that is wild that you won. Yeah. I know. What were the freaking chances? I was positive. <laughs> you were <gonna> lose. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> that is insane. Are you so happy with yourself? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that cast. So many. That looks like a pretty dope movie. Yeah, it looks very epic. I've been pumped for it for a while. Um, so, okay, so now that we've seen the trailer, um, I'll go first. I have a lot of faith in this movie because of the big name cast. There's been a lot of hype around it. I'm gonna go 90 million. What's your guess? Eric gets to go last, he's the winner. 96 million. Oh, fuck. I wanted you to go lower than him. You can fuck with us or think what you act. Do you think it'll make less than what we're guessing? No, I was pretty confident in it. Yeah. Um, just because of the cast. Because Venom look, made nine. Cool. Venom made ninety. So we're gonna go with. You said ninety six. Did I? Yes. yes. <laughs> no, you weren't supposed to help him. So ninety seven. Okay. Um. All right, so we'll let you guys know next week who the winner of box office prediction is for Dune. Now, without further ado, if you guys don't know the format, we go into what we call movie attic chips, where we talk about all the things we loved, hated, despised, loved. You said that. 
Yeah, I already said that. But that's usually what I say. Found interesting. Found interesting. Felt neutral about. Jerked off to. Oh, God, so many of that. All of the things is we call them our movie addict chips. And who wants to go first? So you get to go first because you won the box office. Uh, I'm Penny Kitten. Okay, fine. Sophie. The more, like, as the movie went on, I just enjoyed that it was kind of, like, weird. Like a little offbeat. Yes. It was, yeah, that's how it felt, but I kind of liked it a little bit. Like no, that. I did too. Yeah. I like that too. I wanted, I'll go, I'll um, piggyback onto your chip. Uh, that's the part one of the Okay, chip. what's the so second part one? two of the chip is, so I know that they did that ritual, but I wondered how the demon got into her. Uh, I feel like we were talking about that. Yeah, okay, so they explained yeah. it. They explained it that when she was supposed she if she was actually a virgin, she would have just died. But since she wasn't a virgin, that she got possessed by a demon instead. Okay, yeah, but okay, like that okay. scene just like cut out and then there was nothing to expand on that. You're that's true, you're right. That is Well that Are happened you? a lot. The pacing was really off. I thought they were gonna throw her in the well. I thought that and she too. was gonna come out of but the well. She just went black and then they she was fine. Have done that. Yeah. I thought she was gonna come out of the well and then and yeah, but at the end it was just like the knife she found. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that the at the end the band got murdered. I was really happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. I was thrilled about that. I would have liked to also have seen Jennifer kill them because it would have been. Well, I know, yeah, but she kind of like she kind of liked that they did that though. She like loved being demonic. Yeah. I wonder if that well, was because it wasn't her anymore. Yeah. Oh it, yeah, you're right. It was. It just loved being the demon. Loved being. Yeah. Okay. Piggyback. Um. Yeah. I just said that. Um. The pacing was strange for the movie. It was very like, shit was just happening out of nowhere. Like she was just all like. I know they tried to do that like stylistic thing where they start in the future and then flash back to after she was in the prison, but she's in the prison and then she's not. And then Jennifer's like acting weird, catching, catching things on fire, but then gets possessed. So like, yeah, who caught shit on fire? Yeah. So I guess the fire was well, just it natural. Been a natural fire. It must've just been a natural fire, but they what made it. was the band. It, it started with the wiring from the band. Yes, but what, yeah, so maybe it was the band. Yeah, what if it was the band and they were just trying to, like, capture somebody? And also... And have a reason to get them out? Although I feel like they wouldn't need that. Um, it could have just been how it was. Yeah, it could have been just how it was. I also loved that Amanda Seyfried's character was... Her name was Needy. <laughs> and she I was guess. a very needy person. She didn't seem that needy. Well, in the beginning she did. She was, like, a very, like... She was needy for Jennifer's attention in the beginning. She wasn't, like, confident in herself. Yeah. But... She was, um... Like, more needed to be attached to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This but cat is attacking like, my mic. N- needy? Kitten is gorgeous. But I... The weird thing about the pacing and, like, the writing and the structure of the movie was weird because... It was coming from Needy's perspective, so you weren't, like, seeing... It would have made more sense to me if it was from Jennifer's perspective. Mm -hmm. I wonder why they did it like that. Because the movie was called Jennifer's Body, so it it was from Needy's perspective. So, like, Jennifer... It would just randomly cut to Jennifer just, like, being possessed, then killing someone, 
then burning her tongue and then dying. So I guess they were kind of trying to show you it all from Needy's perspective, but it just seemed like weird. I had something to piggyback off of that that yeah. I was thinking about. <coughs> um, that was one of my chips that what if um, Jennifer was never actually possessed? And Needy was just so traumatized because people kept being like, I think you're seeing things. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, because the- she was so traumatized that she was seeing all these things and she um, killed all like, those boys if, herself. Yeah, like what if um, there hadn't been, like Jennifer, there wasn't a demonic ritual, but she had just been like, you know, raped or yeah. whatever. And like had this like heavy, like, like or in her from that and so needy was just like attaching like a demonic because something awful had happened to her attaching that feeling to just her being demonic and all the trauma that had happened and was like because she was with her yeah like that's an interesting take in her brain and what if none of that stuff actually happened it just happened in needy's head and then she eventually killed her and went to jail for it. So, yeah, that's I really like that theory because at the very end, she, like, turns back. She gets her powers, and the mother just thinks she killed her. Mm-hmm. The only flaw with that um, theory is who killed all the boys. Needy? Maybe. So. Because when you're traumatized, you can black out and stuff. Yeah. but That's pretty odd. Yeah, like, okay. The only one I thought is didn't one of the boys get killed while she was with Chip? Yeah, and then yeah. Chip died, but she could have killed Chip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, one of the boys did get Oh, But she was having flashbacks to it. Maybe she was just remembering herself. Yeah, and it. she was, like, seeing stuff. She was mm-hmm. seeing stuff. Because that, that was another annoying thing. I was like, why are they so connected? Yeah. So, yeah, that's a really. Because the best really, friend necklace. That's a, that, which made no sense. But that's a really. <laughs> good, yeah, and why did the best friend necklace make her lose her powers? I have no idea. It was I, almost like when, like, if your theory is right, which you just blew my mind with this theory. She took the necklace off of her and it took Jennifer's powers away mm-hmm. or just made her stop hallucinating and realize that Jennifer wasn't demonic the whole time. Or it like, well, I think part of that is, okay, this goes into another one of my chips. Yeah. So her cutting the necklace, I think, let me see what I wrote down. But like, I think a lot of it. Like, it was very much about them, and it played into, or it, it demonstrated, because it was also written by, fe- like, a female writer and directed by females, so... Yeah. They had very personal, like, obviously, experience with relationships between women. Yeah. And how, like, it can be toxic, and so that is also, like... So, what did I fucking write down? But that would make so um, much sense. It said, I liked how... Uh, well, I liked how they explored the toxicity of, like, female friendship and how, like, one oftentimes, like, and just not just with females, but, like, one person can be more of a people pleaser and one can be, like, more insecure but, like, demanding. Yeah. And, um... I felt like, as far as a relationship dynamic goes, it was... And, like, kind how of, closely interesting yeah, they were. Yeah, they were super... Maybe all 
almost codependent. That I call that yeah. was watching and one of my chips. Their codependent relationship. Yeah. yeah. When. And, oh, you're good. Go. Yeah. Well. No, you go. Finished it. You go. Um, and when one of them like realizes how unhealthy it was, and like tries to push back or break it, um, the one that they're pushing back against, um. Um, that used to hold the power, she wants to like destroy what's breaking, um, breaking the up that line relationship. of her power, aka that relationship, and that's like yeah. making her feel worthy and strong, and that's Jennifer. And so, like, I just realized when you said that that it played into that chip, like her breaking the necklace is like breaking that bond, like yeah, toxic spiral bond. Yeah. So if needy was hallucinating her um all of her negative stuff she th- thought of jennifer as her demonic stuff when she pulled the necklace off she lost her powers yeah so jennifer when she pulled the necklace off jennifer went back to just being jennifer jennifer she was, and she killed she stopped her giving jennifer all that power and she killed her yeah so this could be true jennifer could have not been demonic this whole time it could have all yeah. been in needy's head yeah and that's why she, that's why she was connected. That's why she could sense when she was killing that guy. That's why she mm-hmm. could sense when she was killing her boyfriend because she was killing them the whole time. Yeah. Well, Jennifer was going after the um, – she went after the emo guy only after Needy said he was cute. Yeah. Um, or cool. Yeah. Cool. But the sa- I think it's made it seem like Needy did think that he was, like, kind of cute. And then the yeah. sad – and then the, the football guy – yeah. Needy said, oh, he looks so sad. Yeah. Yeah. So. And she went after him. Yeah. It was just Jennifer like attacking, I guess, what's kind of like what you said, what mm-hmm. is threatening to her power in the relationship. Yeah. Which also if because it plays a lot into also like them having romantic feelings towards each other. So it also if it was Jennifer, it's and she they both feel for each other, but they're best friends. Um she's like killing what outwardly would threaten yeah relationship yeah that makes so much sense yeah that is our new theory let us know in the comments guys if you think that needy was the demon person all along or there was no demon person it was all in her head Mm -hmm. well she did have superpowers at the end yeah she did so maybe I she had superpower. Maybe she had superpowers from the beginning and caught the place on fire. Maybe yeah. the movie is just a metaphor for relationships. I think it is. Yeah. What's your next chip or first chip? Uh, hot yeah. lesbians. Hot lesbians. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. That's gonna go into my chip. They were really. There were certain scenes where they were really playing into, um, Megan Fox's hotness. Also, there was no need for some of it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, was I was no a fan, but there was no technical need, need for it. But in but my there was heart, a need. there was need for it. There we go. Yeah, and it was hot. And I loved her, like, um, I'll just go into my chip of the, I loved her, it, it's such a 2000s time capsule. I loved her outfits, very yes. 2000s-y. Yeah. She had, like, the those, like, fuzzy pink shorts, and then she had, like, the tang top, like, the hoodie, t-shirt, tang tops. And yes. It was so iconic of that time. Um, I really did like that. And... But, yeah, I also, like, think their relationship, like, I'll just go into that chip as well. We're just all over the place, but we're talking about it. They had a weird codependent relationship, 
And so I was my, one of my questions in the chip was why can Needy feel her? So I think we explained that. Yeah. They were connected because it was Needy all along. It was Needy all along. Oh, you guys didn't watch. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Scarlet and what is that called? WandaVision. You guys didn't watch WandaVision. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. So this also was triggering though for me because being a gay person and going to high school, been through that where being in love with your straight friend don't want to admit it to yourself finally realizing it and um so this was like all those terrible feelings boiling up into like murdering them into like murder and demonic so it's pretty cool so relatable this is a very relatable story to people like that i mean because even to straight people i feel like there could be straight people that could just fall in love with their friend and not be gay yeah like, I bet that happens a lot. Probably more with women, because I don't know. A lot of straight guys wouldn't let themselves think that. Like, they, they, would, they like, would just be like, I want to fuck her. They would, like, shut it down before. No, I'm talking about if it was a straight guy with another Damn. straight friend. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't let themselves get there, because they'd be like, this is gay. But, like, I think it more happens to, like, women, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I thought that was really interesting. What's your next chip? Have you ever been um, in love with a guy friend? No. No? I've Not even know, close? No. I also don't like men because daddy issues. Okay. That makes sense. Well, that I don't get, like, emotionally close to dudes, except for you, which is odd. Yeah. Well, it's because I'm pretty much a woman. Yeah. I mean, look at the material. Pretty much. <laughs> Obviously a woman. Like, mm. <laughs> I don't know. Um. So, I thought, so, in the beginning, when in their, the van scene, after they're out of the fire... And she goes into the van with the band. Yeah. Later on, we do find out that um, there was a whole ritual, but how they made it seem was just very, like, rapey. And, like, that was what was about to happen. And Well, she even asked. She's like, are you guys rapists? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Great line. Which was fierce. And um, also, the ritual was very much, like, taking advantage and whatever so it just felt even when that came along it's still like you found out what actually happened it still felt very much like that and so yeah it did this i was thinking about before what if it was all in needy's head it did make a lot of sense because i was just in the book i was reading um the guy was saying that um a lot of times rape victims have um either immediately after or during like one of the like how there's the stages of grief like rage will be a big thing that happens yeah after whether it's directly after or after stuff like that like any traumatic event you can be shut down or block it out for a long time and then if it comes back like that you'll experience that rage and a lot of times people will like kill their abuser not a lot of times but it does happen yeah um kill their abuser or like once they're like out of that fog and it really hits them that that's happened like even though it's so much like in time it's so much after their brain it's just clicking in their brain and they'll kill them 
then when they're like out of this denial like foggy state yeah like shock and yeah and Mm -hmm. just like how just the rage of it all and it just made me think about that after that scene and then how jennifer acted like because he was just talking a lot about how like rage just takes over and like that was what it looked like a lot to me in the movie with her and the demon yeah so like her deem her the demon could represent her ptsd yeah you know what's interesting because you're talking about it i know a lot of like a lot of time in like psychology literature they say that um like sexual trauma survivors can go either way of like hating similar people so like women not liking men whatsoever and shutting down to it Mm -hmm. or going the exact opposite route and becoming hypersexual Mm -hmm. and then in this movie jennifer's running around one killing a bunch of dudes but also doing it by like luring them in seductively yeah yeah so So it is bold think about that a lot yeah so that's really good comparison yeah so it's like her ptsd was like her demon her demon yeah her demon was the physical manifestation of her post-traumatic stress like when people are like i have demons that's essentially what they're talking about is like awful yeah. things that have happened to them that they that haunt them way, yeah haunt them yeah so it's like a literal in a literal sense in this movie yeah, yeah this movie's just filled with metaphors so that's one thing that made me think about this movie's like better than i thought it was yeah. i know we're gonna take it we're gonna make this simpler yeah I thought they did a good job with that scene though where she's getting into the van and it seems super rapey yeah and then they cut that scene and you don't like go back to that for a while in the yeah. movie and it makes you wonder what actually happened yeah because yeah. it's all from needy's yeah. perspective They're like how yeah. did they get there yeah what yeah. happened in that van and yeah that's like, what i wondered oh, that cold. a lot yeah yeah when i found out that the band was still alive i was like well where did all that blood come yeah. from and then you find out she got stabbed but yeah it's her blood like that. um was that your chip yeah sure i thought you were gonna say Bring it back to something simpler. I liked when they were making out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what oh, I that was too. expecting you to say. Is that one of your chips too? Um, I had hot lesbian. Yeah. 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 Is that it? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> okay. That she wrote like essays, and I was like, I'm just gonna talk. So your only chip was lesbian. Making out and stuff. It was really hot, but in like a kind of really beautiful way. I thought like. It was it artistically was se- done. It was sexual, but like beautiful, like. It felt a little... Yeah, I just liked it. It felt a little, like, unnecessary and out of left field. Yeah, yeah but so. they were both so beautiful. And yeah. For, like, a split second, it was like... They were really into it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, too. And do you think, like... So do you think there was any part of Jennifer left, or was it all demon? Mm. No, I feel like it was probably, like... An exaggeration of who she actually was as a person. Because I think at that moment she was, she was looking for some sort of like humanity. Do you think that because she fits, like the Mean Girl trope in movies, or do you think that because um, that's actually so I was looking what at the feeling you got. No, I, so I was thinking at it from like the relationship standpoint between Needy and Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the demonic part was really just an exaggeration of that person who is overly possessive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, like with that. different toxic traits like that because mm-hmm. she'd go after the people yeah. in that I relationship. Like yeah, because I feel like um uh needy 
was romantically and sexually attracted to Jennifer. Mm -hmm. And I think Jennifer was wasn't to needy. I think it's she, like breadcrumbing. She yeah. keeps a line of power. She available. was like a, she's kind of like a narcissist yeah. in that way. Like she yeah. she wanted needy in that relationship, mm -hmm. but she didn't want to actually be with her. But she didn't want needy to be with anyone else. She didn't like needy that way, but it got it having needy around fulfilled some of her needs. Yeah, like a need for attention and admiration. So that's why she and I think in that moment, for one, I think she was just high off just killing that uh, guy. Mm -hmm. So that's why like she was needy making was out with her. her. Yeah, like what? Like her pet, but not in a good way. Yeah, it was like Needy was her pet, like and then she cares about her, but she's yeah, less yeah. than. And it was like that scene, yeah, and then that scene when she came home and she's kind of like, let's just like play boyfriend and girlfriend like we used to, and like let's yeah. we can we can have sleepovers again. It's almost like she was rewarding her yeah. pet, and it's just giving yes. Needy just enough to keep hanging on. Yeah, she's very manipulative. Mm-hmm. But I didn't mind it. I did like her character. And one line that she said in it kind of encompassed that. Was what, she was my titty? Like, yeah, my tit. <laughs> I know. No, when she was like, at I least go I'm ways. consistent. Yeah. Yeah, at least she, I'm yeah. consistent. It was just like who, like. She's consistently shitty. Yeah, yeah she's like, at but least I'm consistent. Yeah. yeah. And it's also Needy's fault for being like two half to tango or whatever the fuck. I don't know what the mm -hmm. saying is. I always say sayings wrong on this podcast. It takes two to tango. Um, two half to tango. Yeah, Needy. <laughs> <laughs> Needy chose to stay friends with her. Um, another weird one. This might actually be. Yeah, this is my last chip. Um, the teacher had a hook for no apparent reason. That was. That he was, had a hook for her hand, and it was never explained. I know. And it never yeah. came back in the movie. Yeah. Like and it he was had like a hook. Obvious. Like it wasn't a very discreet prosthetic. Like he had a hook, and this yeah. guy, yeah. the actor, doesn't have an amputated hand yeah no he doesn't so it was just really random and out of left field and like they highlighted it because they'd have him do like so like in one shot he like slowly fixed his glasses yeah with <laughs> with highlighted the it. <laughs> i liked the scene with that same guy he's standing by his car fucking big ass football player over there is getting murdered and screaming and yeah he's like, it's okay kids just cry it out yeah <laughs> just cry it out yeah yeah the movie was funny um do you have any more But I like that, yeah, this movie's just a lot of big metaphors for, like, post-traumatic stress, for narcissistic relationships, yes. for um, unrequited, like, gay love. Yeah. Like, there's just so much you can really unpack in this movie. for, And, and it doesn't seem like it. Even when you're watching it, it takes, yeah. like, a little while after. To, like, set yeah. in. To be like, oh, yeah, that's a lot that happened like, in there. as I was writing my chips, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, holy shit. And it just, like, there was just some way more than met the eye at first. Yeah. So I definitely think I want to start um, adding in a segment, too, of what I want to do um, that we each. I want to do um, over, under, or properly rated mm, for a okay. movie. I want us to go around and if. Oh, for, like, what ratings are. On, like, Rotten Tomatoes and stuff? No, um, for, like, w the general audiences and stuff of, like, movies, if you think this movie's overrated or underrated, oh, okay. like, how people talk yeah. about it or think about it. And for me, I think it's underrated. I would agree. I agree. Yeah, so unanimously, it's underrated because yeah. even I was underrating it. Like, before yeah. I watched it, I was like, oh, it's just some stupid movie with a hot chick, but it's actually, like, way more than it's that. It's a good movie with a hot chick. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's definitely um, unanimously underrated. And um, what do you give this movie? Um, how many chips out of 10? What did I give Hansel and Gretel? Seven? Um, I don't remember. I think so. So I'll give it like a... It's definitely better. So 7.3. You give it a 7.3? Yeah. Make it 7.5, just around. What did I give Hansel? 10 out of 10. You gave it like a 6 or something. Oh. I gave it between 5 and 6.4. <laughs> so I will give this between a 6. The more I think about it, the more I like it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm giving it a 6 out of 10 chips. We need a solid number. <laughs> there we go. 7.8. Or 7.9. 7.9. So it's uh this movie gets a 21.2 out of 30. What did what did Hansel and Gretel get? Um like a 14 or something. I think No, Hansel and Gretel is fantastic. This is one of the highest rated movies so far that we've reviewed. Wow. Unanim unanimously. That's good. Yeah, so, yeah, overall, I really like this movie. It's really cool. Uh, hot les... So, this movie has everything. What is it? We have... There's lesbians. There's... <laughs> You're like, that's it. <laughs> there's bloody gore. Lots of metaphors for relationships. There's a lot the of metaphors. Oh, Chip is a nice guy. Sorry. Yeah, Chip was nice. There's the, nice boyfriends that die. If you don't like guys, this is a good movie for you because not only are there's the guys feminism. getting even, Feminism. But the guys are not important in the yeah. movie. Chip is the most important one, but he's not taking up more space than he needs to. He doesn't try and impede other people's There's space. crop tops. There is a <laughs> cult section in public school libraries. There's eyeliner. There's naked swimming. Yeah, there oh, is. For no reason. Not at all. So much it. naked. There's okay, tongue burning. That was um, kind of, that was hot. Yeah. It was literally hot. Yeah. So we enjoy this movie. Go check it out. Let us know what you guys think in the comments. And until next time, this has been Movie Addicts Anonymous. Bye. Bye.